I feel like once I'm not on here anymore, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about like, what my voice gonna sound like. My voice sound weird. Hello! This gorgeous voice that you hear belongs to Tyler Smith. I am a mother of two bright and outspoken girls ages 11 and 4. It's just me, my girls, and my husband, whom I've been married to for five years. I also have about 10 plant babies that just make my heart sing. I am the owner of the Apothecary, which is a tea and coffee-enthused online apothecary, soon to be brick and mortar. I have been dabbing in the entrepreneurial world for quite some time, and I have never felt more ready to bring my dreams into fruition. So I'm Jessica, homeschool mom of three, very loud and boisterous kids with a husband to match. In our home, we have our cat, Billy Cream Puff, my mother-in-law, and I run a home-based childcare business with six children ranging from ages one to five. My husband and I have known each other basically our entire lives. We never in a million years thought we would have a multi-generational home with a daycare in it. But here we are. And honestly, I love it. I am so excited for this first episode. Jessica and I have been friends since childhood, since I was 10 years old. My little brother went to her mom's daycare which happened to be an in-home daycare as well. And within a year, Jessica and I had grown so close that we became play cousins. Um, I feel like from the very beginning of our friendship, like even as kids, we bonded over like our interest in like learning, um, exploring. Like I feel like that's really like the basis for our friendship. And I feel like that's important to say because it kind of goes into our relationship now and like some of the things that we've done together, like research the human species <laughs> over a summer when I'm off work from teaching. Um, so I feel like, you know, like that's kind of us. That's us. Jessica um, is currently working on her master's degree. So love of education. I think she's definitely like a student of education and she probably mm-hmm. will be in school for the rest of her life. Um, (laughs) I, on the other hand, I only have an associate's degree in criminal justice. However, um, it's only pretty much because I don't like the structure of school. Um, but like, as Jessica said, you know, we, one summer I decided to research human evolution and how that fits into, um, fitness. Cause at the time I was a personal trainer. Um, So I I definitely am a student of life, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. more so. So very, um, very interesting. Um, So at the time period that me and Jessica first met, it was around that like um, coming of age, I think is the best way to say it. And we grew up in the city, Philadelphia. So coming of age in Philadelphia is very different than, let's say, like in suburbia or even like in rural areas. And I say that from experience because currently... My kids are growing up in suburbia and it's just, (laughs) it's just different. So like, what's the difference? What's the difference? Uh, The difference. First off, I think that my kids just love being home. And I think, you know, maybe that's also a generational thing too with iPads and everything else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I have to like tell them to go outside. I have to tell them like, don't come back in the house until at least six (laughs) o'clock. 
so much so that I had to hire a babysitter to have them go outside with the babysitter. And like my job right now is just, just find things for them to do outside. Mm-hmm. Whereas with me and Jessica, or at least I know me in the beginning, I know Jessica's mom was a little bit more stricter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, you know, at 12, 13 years old, I was walking what is probably like a five mile difference between my house and your house. Yes. It, it was definitely a walk. It was definitely a walk. So I'm walking like five miles just to go see a friend. Like, first off, that's dedication. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause sometimes my daughter, like her friend lives in the other apartment building and she's like, I don't even want to go all the way over there. I don't feel like it. <laughs> Um, so definitely the adventures of coming of age is definitely different. Me and Jessica did some pretty wild things growing up that I am, I am happy for. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the perspective of being a mom now, Mm -hmm. wild. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I feel like that's also a big part of, um, our podcast too. So just those two perspectives of homeschooling you know children first of all us coming from like urban education there's definitely a difference myself as as an educator like I know for sure it's a difference between urban education and suburban education right and then throwing homeschool in there which is not a very popular thing in this city let alone the city of Philadelphia so I feel like that's a part of our struggle also so let me just preface by saying this um jessica still lives in philadelphia i currently live in florida um so me and my family have been down here for about four years now right um so there's also that the different in perspective like i said because my kids are in suburbia now and jessica pretty much is still in the city um but kind of like neatly tucked away as well so right that's pretty interesting but i love the city like for all its craziness i still like a part of my heart just can't let it go it's It's like it's like a bad relationship (laughs) like Like, it's i can't like a toxic relationship yes yes um it's funny because when we moved down here four years ago we bought a house it's like everyone who has come down to see my house has said like they see nothing but trees so to them it's like pretty rural for Mm -hmm. me it's 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 suburban suburbia um Mm -hmm. But we recently just sold our house and moved back into an apartment complex. And now we live like a car street from a mall. So this is like, I guess my transition back you into- You cause you miss it. You just, just, I just need a little bit of it. You miss it. <laughs> if you miss the city, just say that. Uh, I, I miss it. I do, I miss it, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but not like, like enough. Not like enough to come back. Right. It's like a right, exactly. It's more so. See, Jessica has a very like codependent relationship with the city. Mm-hmm. I would say mine is very like like we're associates. Like we hang out from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously, the city. Like something about like being downtown. Like I was down there today with my mom um, to get mini petties, and just like being down there, like I just feel so alive. Like it's crazy. So this is also pretty funny because a different perspective. So Jessica, again, loves the city. I love nature. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of times when I get really overwhelmed, my husband's always like, you know, go book a cabin somewhere and just like 
detach and it's like the best thing ever and i think that's another reason why i had to get away from the city because there just wasn't enough grass around to ground me yeah um, yeah but at least being in like florida like you know i can just go stick my toes in some dirt real mm-hmm. real quick um to kind of like recenter myself right um so like i said me and jessica known each other since we were kids um and we shared a lot of um memories and stories throughout our teenage years uh mm-hmm. jessica actually met her husband when you were 16. yep no yep. actually i was 14. oh okay so i was 14 when we met um and like that's a long story are we getting into the no 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 okay. <laughs> that's definitely for like, another day that's yeah <laughs> um, um. But then we kind of like fell off a bit too, I guess later yeah. in our teen years. And I feel like it was around the time of relationships, like mm-hmm. because we were two peas in a pie, right? right? And then now I'm dating Ephraim, that's my husband's name. And now we are inseparable and we're still like that. Like we're friends, we're friends. Right. Legit, like that's- That's, <laughs> that's your homie? <laughs> so, um, I feel like that kind of, you know, I was working, I was dating, and I feel like I really wasn't around. Like, I just yeah. wasn't around. Nurturing other friendships. You yeah. know something, though? Um, I think that's okay. Yeah. I think it's, so. like, when we get into that dating phase, and it's okay to kind of, like, take a pause and, mm-hmm. and nurture the relationship that you have um and then kind of like come back to it because you know it's whatever because we're still friends um i would say i'm a pretty low maintenance friend jessica's a pretty low maintenance friend um mm-hmm. so it works <laughs> right and that's what i love too low maintenance friendship shout out to all the low maintenance friends okay <laughs> because in our life as a mom as a homeschooler as an entrepreneur like who has time for high maintenance friendships listen i can't it's very draining actually it's hard it's so hard and i feel like i have some friendships that like require a little bit more maintenance and like i always feel bad when i'm not able to um when i'm in those seasons of and, and i'm i can't really give it what it what it needs mm-hmm. so what yeah. I liked, what I like the most about me and Jessica's friendship is that, um, I, I would say for the most part, her life is pretty stable. She has her moments, um, mm-hmm. but it's me. Like I'm the drama. Um, the drama. I'm the drama. Am I the drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's in a way where I'm not calling her and being like, I need advice or I need this and I need that. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, just let you know, this is kind of like what's been going on. That's why right. I haven't been in touch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you have a moment, we could talk about it or not. It's cool. It's whatever. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be my mm-hmm. toxic self. So it's whatever. No, <laughs> no, what? I'm not toxic. No, uh, I have toxic moments, um, especially with my husband, <laughs> but you know, that's a topic for that's another, another day. podcast episode. <laughs> we are not even, we don't have enough time. No, not today. <laughs> not today. Um, anyway, so, you know, we're coming into adulthood, um, and really uh, coming just, into adulthood, Tyler. That's I'm, I'm talking about where we left off with our friendship. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> girl, we way past that. <laughs> no, we grown, grown. Hashtag two growns. Um, 
No, we're coming into adulthood, so we're coming onto the the eighteen year mark. Mm-hmm. And I think that, at least for me, I can say that like I was pretty much like thrown into adulthood. Literally, yeah. wait, like two months after high school, I was pregnant. I'm like, yeah, this is it. Like shit hit the fan. It hit it hard. Right. Right, right. <laughs> um, so just kind of like dealing with that, and I don't even think Jessica knew I was pregnant until I was like close to delivering. Yeah. Because honestly, at this time I was away in Baltimore, Maryland at Morgan State. Okay, right. Yeah. So, so uh, there was another moment in our friendship where it was like a pause. Like we were in touch, but like distant, you know. So, you know, you were in Philly doing your thing and I was in Baltimore doing my thing and like, you know. Right. So just to put a put a quick um, reference, Jessica is a year older than me, especially when it comes to school years. Yeah. So she went to uh, Morgan State. I, I was still in high school. And I remember mm-hmm. I came down to see you for homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and Morgan State was actually my number two school that I had applied to. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one school was uh, Drew University up in... Uh, New Jersey. And by the way, guys, I got into all the schools I applied to. Um, but, you know, life. Life. <laughs> life happened and it just didn't work out. Um, anyway, so I found out I was pregnant two months after high school. Um, mm-hmm. And I wound up going to Penn State Abington, which is, I guess, about, like, right outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, like, where I went to school at. And then, like Jessica was saying, she was at um, Morgan State. So yeah. here we are, you know, trying to figure out what it means to be an adult and even what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I only wound up doing a semester at Penn State Abington because then I took the next semester off to have my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just really hard to get back into school. And I remember, so I'm a jokester, um, very like dry humor. Um, I make a, a lot dark. of- A little dark. A little dark, no, definitely dark humor. Um, I make very inappropriate jokes. Um, so one of the things that I had said, like a ha ha, I was like, you know, if I don't get in to college in the fall, I'm gonna just join the army and let them pay for school. Like everyone mm-hmm. laugh, you know, like pause for laughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then July came and I'm like, yo, we should probably like go talk to that recruiter. Cause it don't look like it's happening. Not, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then from there, like, I'm a very, like, straightforward person. Like, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then the next thing you know, like, I'm doing it. Right. Um, so I left for the military three weeks later. And I remember hearing that you were going, because you didn't, we didn't talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing from my mom um, that you were going to the Army. And I was like, so I had two thoughts. The first thought was. Who is going to be able to get her to follow any direction? Because not my friend. Not my friend. You know, it's so crazy because I am like an anarchist at heart. At heart. Like if you say, if, if somebody tells Tyler, okay, Tyler, it's black. Tyler's like, no, but I see white. I see white, period. It is all about perspective. <laughs> I appreciate yours. I'm just asking that you appreciate mine. Right. <laughs> so that was my first thought. My second thought was like, but she's smart. But she's smart. Because this is <laughs> this is one of those decisions that it's like, okay, this isn't fun now. But later on, y'all going to see why I did this that part 
and um it was hard you know i had left my six-month-old baby with my mom mm-hmm. and i decided to embark on this adventure and it probably was one of the most challenging things i've done in my life and i wanted to quit so many times and it's not like quitting was the option because maybe if it was i probably would have been able to actually quit but it wasn't an option but i appreciate that because it taught me perseverance right. and i definitely need that in my life today and i always right. look back on that and i'm like you know good for you you did a thing you listen because i can never okay. <laughs> um and people ask me a lot too like how did you do it like you like you didn't cry i cried okay you guys need to know that right now i cried a lot okay, wait pause to insert tyler is a crier oh i'm a crier <laughs> so this is this is where like duality comes in because like military um, perseverance, like she's a go-getter, she's a doer, but she's gonna cry while she does it. I'm gonna cry through it. I'm gonna cry through it. <laughs> and, and you know what? I respect I'm like it. The nurturer. I'm like the nurturer, <laughs> but I don't cry very often. I so think it's so weird. Yeah, recently Jessica has started to be a little bit more emotionally vulnerable in that way, which is completely mm-hmm. new for her. And it's nice because mm-hmm. it's, it's it was almost like a, a reversal of roles and what we play in our friendship. Because I'm like, I'm here for it finally. Like, mm-hmm. you know, right. we, I found a thing, or she found a thing. Right. Um. So it was nice. Um. But go ahead, Jessica. So I'm in the military. I'm doing my military thing, living my best military life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, in the midst of that, like, I came home from Morgan State. Um for financial reasons it was just expensive because i don't know what and so i get home and Ephraim and i kind of link back up and then we start life let's just pa- let's take a pause because because her and Ephraim did break up for a minute and he actually he moved to florida he did he, he lived in florida for what a little over a year um i feel like it might be two years i feel okay. like he was in florida for the same amount of time that i was in or like a little bit less time that i was in Baltimore okay and so like during that time we still maintained our friendship he would like check in you know we would chat on Facebook and stuff like that um and then we get to Philly or I get to Philadelphia and you know I hit him up on Facebook and I'm like hey what you doing and he's like oh you know we should hang out so then hanging out meant like we're getting back together and this is our life now Because you guys are still hanging out. We're still hanging out. Like, we're still hanging out. Um, so that's that. So then I had my daughter, Layla, who's nine. So at this point, um, your daughter is how old? Uh, she's 11. Yeah. So she's two years older than Layla. So, I, wait, but Layla's birthday is coming up. Yeah, true. So yeah. it's like, it's like, like a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like we've reconnected in our like motherhood. Motherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at that time, like I was struggling to kind of like, I wanted to get back into fitness. I wanted to kind of get some of myself back after like becoming a mom and working and I'm going to school and, um, you were just starting your personal training business. And so that's where we kind of reconnected. So I reached out to you to train and like most of our training sessions was girl talk. And so this is 
again this is why we're doing this so just to let you guys know like me and jessica we definitely talk about like regular everyday stuff but we also talk about like existential things as well um just the right. other day we had a whole topic about um religious studies because we were talking about um what we were bringing into homeschool this year and then we, it, mm -hmm. it went on a whole tangent about um islamic religion and as, as jessica has said before you know she's muslim I guess you can say I'm agnostic. I prefer not to have a preference. Right. Um, but you also prefer not, like, not to be titled. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so we had, like, a whole um, uh, text, me text message chain about... Um, mm -hmm. just different different aspects of that. So that's, again, another reason why we're, you know, we're bringing this podcast here because not only do we talk about, you know, juicy things, but we also talk about everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything. If I want to have a good conversation, I'll go Tyler. <laughs> um, especially because our responses are also very um, educated based as well. It's not mm -hmm. just like, this is my opinion because it's my opinion. Right. Um, we bring a lot of facts to the table. We'll be probably in the middle of Googling something while we're like talking about it. Right, right. I, I need you to understand like this is factual based, um, not just my opinion. Right. Um, so yeah. So yeah. So she reached out to me about the personal training. So I got into personal training. I'm still in the military. Um, I was a reservist. If anyone knows what that means, it's pretty much just like um, one weekend out of the month. I have to report in and then two weeks or more in the summertime um, is my basic obligation. But then there's always mm -hmm. moments for um, other types of missions as well. Um, so I had decided to start personal training uh, when I had when I was in the military, I actually had got stress fractures in my hips. <clears throat> and if anyone is in the military, um, no, like weakness is is very akin to failure. Um, so mm -hmm. when my hips first started hurting, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing for about two months. Um, mm -hmm. and then it got to the point where it was just, it was just so awful that I had to say something, but I, I, I did, I pushed through. One of the things that my drill sergeant had told me was to build up the muscles around my hips to alleviate the pain. And that's kind of how I got more into fitness. Um, of course, you know, maintaining my PT mm -hmm. scores within the military as well. Um, but I was I was coming up on me leaving school, leaving college, because I was in college during this time as well, like after mm -hmm. I graduated basic training. And I remember one of my mentors, I had said to him, um, you know, I'm going to need some more income because the military not only paid for school, but was also paying me to go to school. And, it, you know, being, mm -hmm. a, being a single parent, I was very much dependent on that income. And so he was like, you know, why don't you just start personal training? Like you pretty much do it now. I was helping a lot of my fellow soldiers uh, to pass their PT tests anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so th that's how I had got into the, the personal training. I never and knew that. Really? That's yeah, I never knew how you got into personal training because again, we, it was a pause. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So go continue. Yeah, girl, I need the money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then me and Jessica started working out. So the funny thing about this is that we would spend like an hour in a car talking either before or after we would even get into the gym. And it got to the point where it was like, okay, we got to cut it short. Like we got to get the kids. We got to go to bed. Like we got lives. Right. Let's just go ahead and cut it short. I love that Efren was very patient 
about yeah. this. He was like, yeah, you yeah. know, they're just busting it up, living mm-hmm. their best life. <laughs> um, and it's just it's funny, too, because the the way that our dynamic in our systems worked out, uh-huh. um, we started be, being very codependent on each other in our livelihoods. I um, wouldn't call it codependent. I would call it more so... I would just call it being friends like because i feel like codependency has a negative connotation to it. like okay codependency is like you know we're depending on each other but kind of like in a negative way like, okay like unable to function without the other or well let me put it this way we were building a village yeah yeah um that was just able to kind of like lean on each other for things. Right. Um, I so started areas where I needed help, you were helping me and the areas where you needed help, I was helping you. And then, you know, Ephraim also, like he would keep both the girls sometimes when we would go to the gym, um, you know, well, just kind of being a unit. We were a unit. We were a unit. Honestly, we were like low key sister wives. Like, right. And we joke about that all the time. But seriously, we were. But without all the other stuff. No, me, Ephraim, Ephraim is like my homie. Like, uh, me, right. Ephraim have a relationship outside of Jessica um, that has nothing to do with her. Things that she don't even understand sometimes. Like, Lord of the Rings. I'm not Lord of the Rings. Oh my God. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay. What is it? <laughs> But and if you, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I just could not get into Game of Thrones. She just know. she don't know what she's talking about. Um, <laughs> she would have she would have loved it. All the gore, she would have loved it. Um, so me and Ephraim actually used to work together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like another way that we would help. You know, if I was cause she, okay, so Jessica before she had her business at home, she worked in a, a preschool. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, my daughter was in preschool, so my daughter went to school where Jessica worked, which was great. Um, and I and and I told Jessica today because I have a four year old now. In retrospect, I don't I didn't realize how much support I had then because mm-hmm. like Jessica had autonomy when it came to my daughter. Like whatever she thought was best, I supported it. I knew that she mm-hmm. had our best interest at heart. Um, but now, like being down here in Florida and not having that kind of support, like. I'm so scared yeah. for, for my four-year-old. Um, but anyway, so, you know, sometimes, sometimes I would stay at Jessica's house if it would get too late. And mm-hmm. me and Ephraim would just go to work together in the morning or right. if we got and off. And up a little bit, like I would pick Kai, like you would basically drop Kai to me. I would take Kai with me to work with Layla. And then we would come back. I would bring them home. I would cook dinner. I would give them their bath. And then you would pick me up when you got home, eat dinner. We would go to the gym. So like we were, we were living very much intertwined. Yeah. And honestly, I probably should have just moved closer because yeah, I was very far. A whole, that's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> that situation was a mess. Well, you know something too. And Jessica was like, 
you know, she she talks about like her multi generational household. Like she is with it. She's like, just come stay here. Like it's mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica had, like I said, her mother in law there. She had her sister and her brother there. She's like, it's like let's just do it. And mm-hmm. I know her biggest one of her biggest goals was just to have a house big enough for her whole family. So she was like, just <laughs> c- come on. Like, <laughs> and I'm over here like, no, I need to be independent. I could do this. Um, it was stupid. But, um, uh, yeah, so fast forward. So that's kind of like how we started kind of like meshing back together. So Jessica mm-hmm. was trying to get back into fitness. I was a personal trainer. She took care of the kids when she could. I would, you know, order food or not even order food, but I would bring groceries over to her house. And mm-hmm. I kind of just, I didn't charge her for the personal training. I kind of just like, let me take some videos for, right. for right. optics. Right. <laughs> so. By the way, very successful. Very successful. I oh, thank you. Looking good. Honey. Thank y'all. Um. So then it was another pause because you deployed. Yes. Yes. So here we are meshing our families together. I'm building my personal training business. I even bought a studio, guys. Like I was like, I'm out here. I'm doing a thing. I'm independent. I got my own company. Um, and then my unit was like, hey, like, so who wants to deploy to Cuba? It's good money. I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I should totally totes do this. This would do nothing but help my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I deployed to Cuba and my daughter stayed with my mom for that year. Um, and Cuba is actually where I met my husband. So that's how that comes around full circle. Mm-hmm. So my oldest is not my husband's child biologically, but um, she's definitely she's yeah she's definitely his in every other way possible. Honestly, sometimes I look at them and the way they act, their demeanors. I'm like, I don't know how she's not yours. Right. <laughs> right. And so, so Tyler's husband is from New York. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my husband's from New York. Uh, he was also a reservist as well. Um, um, I was military police in, in the military. He was um, an engineer. So my unit, um, which was a battalion level, and I know I'm talking gibberish to some people out there, but um, it was only about 70 of us who wound up going on this deployment. So it was a small mission, but we needed some engineers. So we um, took some from one of our sister units and that's how he got into it. Funny thing though, is that he didn't want to deploy um, his very good friend and Sar- Sergeant Sergeant uh, Zulo, who was over him, volunteered him. What? Yeah. So our first interaction actually was a very nasty interaction. Um, he didn't want to be there. And I, you could just see it all over his demeanor. We were at the range and mm-hmm. I was um, asking him from, a, from some assistance with shooting. And he was just like, no. And now, I was I like, never heard this story. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's it's very so much Ryan. Like, don't tell him he has to do something. Or like he's like, um, he he needs time to warm up to it. So to, uh, to ideas. Things definitely need to come to him as an idea. And and very much so optional. Like Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he was he was not happy. But that was our first interaction, and then you know, I'll get into it later on about how we wound up being married but as you guys know for those who have deployed you know you meet someone on deployment and you're married to them 
Um, <laughs> is that how it works? It's, it's how it's work. I'm not the only one, actually. Another friend of mine, she met a, a guy on a deployment, and they they have kids down together. And yeah, I followed. I'm like, look at you. And I kind of like almost compare the two. Like, okay, she's still with him. I'm still with Brian. We're good. We're good. We're doing, We're doing good. This. We're doing We're, this. Right? Yeah. Like, I support you from afar, girl. I see you. <laughs> so, um. That kind of brings us to what we're doing right now, right? Um, so right now, obviously, we are starting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's so much happening in our lives, like apart from that. And it's just something that we kind of wanted to like document our conversations. Um, and like Tyler said, we have great conversations. So we were like, we should make this a podcast. And then I'm like texting Tyler like, no, no, seriously, we should make this a podcast. <laughs> Just some background for Jessica, right? So she is like, when she has an idea, like she goes for it. Uh, different in a way that I do. Um, she's texting me ideas, texting me about intros and outros to the podcast. What name should we have? I'm because like, okay, I'm all right. Creative. So I'm the creative director and you're creative too, though. But it's a different kind of creative. You're like, I don't even know the word for it. Like, I'm the creative in the in the traditional sense. Like, you know, artsy, music, you know, kind of like, even it kind of goes with the teacher thing, right? Right. I, I think I'm just very technical. You're um, technical, but you're also like, your perspective and your ability to see things differently is what makes you creative also. Yeah. So, like, so it's funny because uh, so the things that I create a lot of times people are like oh my gosh like I didn't know you, you were an artist or you were this and I'm like honestly I'm I'm a scientist. Right. Yeah. Creative in the way of science. I'm a scientist. So I cr- like literally create things. Mm-hmm. Um I make I make soap which is chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um like body butters, creams, lotions. All that stuff is 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 chemistry. Brilliant. And and so what I create, I, I, I also make tea blends, tea blends now. you've That's, made in the past. Smoke blends. Smoke blends, um, yep. Oh my gosh, so much. Um, so cr- creative in that way. But to, like I just, call me the scientist. Mm-hmm. I like it. it. It works for who I am. And and I'm also a scientist in, in the sense of like the dorkiness behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, this year for homeschool, my daughter, she'll be going into sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing microscopic biology and I'm like geeking out making the homeschool plan. I'm like, we're going to get a microscope and we're going to look at some germs, guys. Like, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so definitely um, creative in that way. Um, so, like I said, you know, when Jessica has an idea, like she'll she'll continually talk about it. I think I would say I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Um and we, I was like, okay, you know, you, this is happening. So let's go ahead and put in the framework so this can actually be a thing. We are here, guys. We're here. Two peas on a podcast. We are sharing different perspectives on life, real tips, real struggles, ideas from real business owners. Um, we're going to be talking about homeschool, motherhood, marriage, entrepreneurships, Um just everything, everything, everything. Hey friends, thanks for listening. 
Be sure to follow our business tags at The Apothecary. That's A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-F-E-R-Y and Lotus Family Education Center. And listen out for podcast updates at successfully underscore speaking on Instagram. Tune in next week when we share what pushed us to homeschool.